You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So I've got a couple of bee specialists in the studio talking with us today about bees. One is Ben Moore of Ben's Bees. And the other is Simon Mulvaney from Save the Bees Australia. We talked about passion before about bees. What is so special about bees? There is something kind of unique about it. It's a unique product. There's nothing that's like it. I don't know. Products can go overlap and be very close, but honey's kind of unique. It's a unique category. What's so special about bees? What drew you in? Oh, that's a funny story, Pierce. You bring that up because uh, this is a true story. So I'm 40 now. I turned 40 in February. When I was 14, I said to mum and dad, I don't want a puppy or a kitten. I want a beehive. I was never influenced by any beekeepers. The old man used to buy his honey from a local beekeeper. And I'll never forget that as a story in itself. Just always had a dead bee in there or two. Right. So it was looked authentic. So when I was 14, so I bought my first beehive. And ever since, I've had them. And I have just, just can't get enough. You know, I go overseas on holidays. New Zealand, it's, I'm meeting beekeepers. Uh, obviously, my partner gets a little bit sick of the fact sometimes. But it's, um, any holiday I'm going, I've got to meet a beekeeper. Right. Uh, or CBs, for that matter. So 26 years on, and it's been a business for me for the last 11 years. And the old saying, you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And it's so true, because I just love those little things. Oh, well, that's, that's great to hear. That's from Ben Moore and his website's bensbees.com.au. If you've got things for sale, you can get honey through them. If you've got uh, a hive that needs controlling or some advice, you can get that from Ben. Simon Mulvaney, what led you into the bee industry? Look, Ben was a bit of a mentor to me with beekeeping. One thing, I did get a hive off Ben pretty early on. My bees had swarmed and I said to Ben, how do I go about getting him into a box? Ben was great with his advice. The first time I saved a swarm of bees was like witnessing magic, the way they communicated and to see how on earth they could orchestrate so smoothly mm. when there might be 60,000 to 80,000 of them moving into a box. Just really blew my mind. It was just mystery, awe and wonder. And so then I sort of looked at it and compared to how the human race was running, mm. to how these creatures are running. Mm. Can we learn from them? Yeah. Or are we as clever as what we think? And then you mentioned before honey itself. Well, honey seems magical to me in the fact that it never goes off. It's a product of love because the only bee that does mate in the hive is the queen bee. So the rest of the bees go out and do that action with flowers and bring back the nectar. You're really getting to consume that magical, fertile part of the earth. You mentioned bee communication, and I've read a little bit about this. They fly figure of eights to communicate with each other. Like, how does one bee tell its friends back in the hive where this great source of pollen is? They're what? definitely governed by things that we don't completely understand, I would say. But you're mm-hmm. right with the figure of eight dancing. They use pheromones as well. Ben might be able ben, to, you add got to add Yeah, to it's absolutely fascinating to see them do this little dance. And when they do this little dance, you actually work out the maths as to which direction they're going because they use the sun obviously as a compass and how far they're going so you can actually work it out because it's depending on the axis that they're doing the figure of eight there's, there's probably more to learn about it I and mean, it's like um, migratory birds have got tiny bits of, of metal in their yeah. the center of their brains they can sort of see the earth's magnetic field and they can use that to navigate when they're flying uh, from yeah, you know, alaska but- down to down to Tasmania or somewhere. They call it a beeline, don't they? They, yeah, let's they make a beeline. beeline. Yes. Yeah. I haven't tested this out, but apparently if you take a bee from a hive and 
and drop it off somewhere, it, it will be lined back to... It'll find its way home. Yeah, but know where it is. Yeah. So they've got a great sense of direction. Yeah. Both of you are beekeepers and both of you will, will help people out if they've got a bee problem. Do people call up an exterminator and they come around and just poison all the bees and just kill them with a poison? Or nowadays are people waking up to the idea that, no, they should actually be dealt with by someone who's a bee expert who's not going to kill them? We're gonna... waking them up, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was actually interesting. In France, it's actually illegal to kill bees. Is it? Which, I, which is, that should and probably will happen... Though here the good thing is you know we get the phone calls from pest control companies yep. they go listen you know we've got bees here we don't want to kill them mm. and they'll call uh, a beekeeper okay so um so it's yeah it's really oh, added, oh definitely i've seen that in the last five years mm. and in a short period of time yep. it's really changing which is good i noticed ben was doing a wonderful thing last year where he had all these cardboard boxes at his house full of bees and i said what's happening and he said well the pest controllers i'm teaching them how to catch the swarm themselves they drop them off to me and i give them 50 bucks fantastic that was a great initiative so where do you keep all your bees? Do you keep them out of Melbourne or do you keep them in oh, suburban it's, it's, Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I've got them absolutely uh, everywhere, Pierce. So mostly in the Yarra Valley. I think, geez, I'd have to be over 30 sites now. Right. Um, and I've got some out in Gippsland and it takes me three and a half hours to drive one way. Yeah. So it's a seven-hour drive there and back in the days. Got some in your backyard, some in neighbours' yeah. houses. I've got them absolutely everywhere. How often do you need to maintain the ones that you've got in Gippsland? Is that a regular visit? Out? No, definitely regular. So I've got a lot out there. Each hive gets inspected. It'd be anywhere from eight to 15 times per year. So obviously this time of year, they're all shut down over winter. Come spring, obviously more inspections because you've got to build the boxes on top of them. Uh, so the, as a colony more, grows, you get more space. So yep. you do that and then come sort of autumn, you sort of knock that down a little bit and make sure they've got plenty of food and, and they're nice and nice and strong. Just finally, is there much research being done into understanding bees? Are there any notable sort they're, of universities around Australia or, that, are, that are focusing or elsewhere internationally? There's one in Western Australia called Cyber. They, I think, have got a lot of funding. There's definitely people I follow on their social media feeds that that are studying bees there they're just an infinite well of wisdom they've just been the creature that just keeps on giving in terms of scientific findings and we still know relatively little about them one fascinating thing i've read recently was airport security has become a massive thing and bees have got facial recognition so they're trying to work out they can use the way bees see people as a superior way of getting through the airport which has been pretty difficult these days I'd like to say thank you to everyone who donated for me to get to Sydney to fight Capilano honey. It's been a two-year battle to get to this stage. What was great was the court case has now been transferred to Victoria, but even more, the judge's judgment was very scathing on the tactics that Capilano used. So I would think there's a, a very good chance that we will now be able to settle the case. The other thing I was privy to during the week, there was a Victorian beekeeping conference and uh, there was a guy from Apamondia speaking at the conference and he had a graph of the honey coming into Australia. 70% of the imported honey in Australia is coming from China. He seemed to think it's it's very suspect. Obviously we've covered here those weasel words mm. that say local and imported. Mm. Well if you have been purchasing local and imported it's been Chinese honey. Yep. Um, 70% chance Didn't you say the other day to me that, that China is even looking to ban imports themselves? They're happy to send their own product out and have it branded local and or imported. Mm. They're also sort of presumably aware of the issues that can happen when they import honey and, and the toxins that can be part of it. So strict that uh, some beekeepers are saying it's actually a trade war that they're trying to create. Mm. American fowl brood is a disease that's 
come out here to get readings in a commercial apiary would be quite common. But China have just said they won't take any honey with any of those AFB spores in it. And so a lot of the big packers are really scared in sending honey over to China at the moment for that reason. All right. Thanks, Simon, for that update. We have got podcasts on our website where Simon tells us more in more detail about the legal battle with Capilano Honey. And um, you can just go to our website, beyondinfinity.com.au. All right. Well, look, thank you very much. We're talking to Ben Moore and Simon Mulvaney, both passionate about bees. You can go to Ben's website, bensbees.com.au or Simon's website, bethecure.com.au. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Thanks. Ben Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestions for future shows.